My sneakers hit the pavement, and my heart slams like the truck door behind me. Watch it. My cousin and best friend Eric hops out of the driver's side, reprimanding me at the same time, sensitive about his truck. Sorry, I mutter. The dim enclosed parking garage puts me on edge. It's a perfect place for vampires. But it's early afternoon, not their prime hunting time. The upscale Austin, Texas mall parking lot is packed with sedans and trucks. I sling a motorcycle helmet into the bed of the truck, where it joins the massive four-wheeler we just spent an exhilarating morning breaking in, a gift for his 18th birthday a couple of months ago. For my 18th, I'm getting a night of torture, mom-style. I can't believe you're making me do this. Eric stuffs his hands in his pockets as we walk toward the mall entrance. His jeans and t-shirt are mud-splattered, and when I look down, mine haven't fared any better. I run a hand over my hair and discover most of it has come loose from the long braid down my back. Thank goodness she isn't here to see, and Sunday afternoon traffic at the mall is light. I can't believe my mom is making me do this, I grumble. He's heard it all before, how I can't stand the thought of going through a cotillion, a big debutante ball to-do for my birthday party. I'd rather be focusing on my martial arts, but my mom insists. Until I turn 18, I have to bow to her wishes, including not fighting. But on Sunday, the day after my birthday, I'll be hunting. Seven more days until freedom. For today, Eric and I have to pick out my dress. I think mom knew better than to join me. Ending up in a blowout fight in such a public place would probably ruin her rep with her ritzy friends. Let's get this over with. Surely it won't take long to find something gaudy enough for my mother. Twenty minutes later, I'm staring at myself in the mirrors surrounding me, the horror I feel reflected on my face, in triplicate. It doesn't fit right, just like all the rest. This is the fifth one. I know why, even if Eric and the sales lady helping us are too polite to say anything. I'm too flat up top, too tall, and too skinny to pull off any of these formal gowns. On the other hand, the gowns with strapless or spaghetti straps show off my biceps nicely. Too bad I can't have a comma. A traditional Filipino weapon looks like a scythe, as an accessory. But my mom seems to want to forget the weapons part of our family tradition and focus only on this big party. Maybe something kneeling, the sales lady murmurs hurrying away from the dressing room. Take me with you, I shout silently. Behind me in the mirror, Eric plays on his smartphone. I snap my fingers and he looks up. Our eyes meet in the mirror. Is it too much to ask for you to actually look at the dresses? He shrugs. I'm not a chick. You should have asked a girl along if you wanted a commentary on color and frills. But he knows I don't have any real girlfriends so I'm not surprised when he puts the phone down next to his thigh and leans forward on his elbows. It's not that bad. I snorted his blatant lie. He crosses his eyes in the mirror at me. I stick my tongue out and it's almost like we're in sixth grade again, back when everything was easy, back when my dad was alive. I wish I were your sister. He rolls his eyes. If you think my dad would let you out of having a debutante, you're crazy. At least he'd let me chase. Our eyes meet again in the mirror, serious this time. It's something that's always there in the back of our minds, the vampires we were born to destroy. 
My mom married into a chaser family, but I don't think she really understood what it meant until after my dad died. In our branch of the family tree, I'm the only one who can carry on the legacy. I can't just let it die, not when it's something I've been born to do. Someone has to step up and protect the humans. Even if it means she and I part ways after this shindig. I haven't exactly told her my plan, though.